Welcome to Permission to Win, a podcast asking life's most fundamental questions, like what is permission? Who needs my permission? And why are we talking about permission anyway? In each episode, your co-hosts explore different ways to say it's okay, discussing all the different permissions we need in our lives to do or not do the things that we do. Now, in case you think you need it, here's your permission to join David and Kim. Once again, we're back and we've got some exciting news. We have another new guest. Well, it's the same guest, our friend, Carrie Zarb. Well, David, before you bring her on, I want to tell you something juicy about Carrie. What is it? Well, don't tell her that I told you. Mm Mm-hmm. But do you know what she did? Well, you can tell me when she comes on. Carrie, welcome to the show. Hello. <laughs> it's great to be back. Uh, we're glad to have you back. Kim was just getting ready to share some exciting information. Oh, David, David, you weren't supposed to tell. That was a what? secret. That was juicy. Kim, are you, are you, wait, what, what, <laughs> Kim, what are you saying about me? I think she feels safe because you're on the other side of the planet. Oh, Kimberly, I'll have to have words with you. Kim, I don't know what we were going to say about it, but uh, maybe, maybe it wasn't something you needed to share at all. Oh, man. I don't know. Busted. <laughs> I think this is a really great place to jump off because... You know, betraying someone else and and saying, giving information that is not ours to share is a big deal, David. I'll bet, Carrie, that whatever information that Kim did have to share was only out of concern and she was going to follow it up with bless her heart. <laughs> so. Are you sure, David? Oh, I'm sure it was. I guarantee that it was only. Uh, you know, given with the best intent, if it, if we had let it happen, we, it, it got stopped, unfortunately, because I, you showed up uh, earlier than expected. Well, David, I'd, yes, I'd actually prefer Kim to say, bless her cotton socks. Bless if her you... cotton socks. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is new. And this is something I need a t-shirt of. Oh I like goodness. this. <laughs> <laughs> is this an Australian phrase? Oh, you guys don't know that one? No. I thought it was normal, like global. I'm sorry. No, that's that's a new one for me. I like it. I think what we're heading toward here is keeping information to yourself when it's appropriate to keep information to yourself and not necessarily, I don't want to talk about gossip, but I think it's just the intent of giving out information at the right time. I think it's more than that, David. <laughs> well, let's I, let's expand this. I think it's the intent of passing judgment, the intent of finding a solution, the intent of caring about someone. And I think we have to really check ourselves for this kind of stuff. Like, why am I sharing something with someone? Am I betraying someone to share that information? Am I passing judgment and trying to wrap it in a pretty, 
you know, pretty dress just to make it look better or sound better? Am I really concerned about someone? Am I telling a story based on, you know, it's going to help someone or am I telling a story because I just need somebody to sit and listen because I'm lonesome. Like there are so many things to this conversation. And I'm going to jump in here and say, I think we all can see great examples of that from all the different angles. And there's probably some kind of statistic out there of a percentage. You guys know I love my numbers. And there probably is some kind of layering effect of how many people do it for this reason. I might share something with a friend to actually help them help that friend. That could be my intention to actually share something for the end result of getting the help to the person. So with all good, you know, cause intended. And I think when you bring this up, Kim, you you remind me of, you know, days gone by that we've all experienced right from the schoolyard, right through our teenage years, you know, all those different levels that we've all felt with people in our inner circle. And this extends to family members as well. You know, it's not, we're not immune to having this in our life is where I'm going. Well, I will say that, that a lot of times it can be judgy. It can be done with positive intent, this sharing, but a brilliant quote that a friend of mine gave me is positive intent can still wreck a train. Thank you, Kim, for that brilliant <laughs> quote so many months ago. But that positive intent of, it might be a judgment call. It might be just oversharing of information about somebody that, that you shouldn't be sharing about or, or details you shouldn't be sharing. But again, it's not always, we don't think of it as, ill intent because in our minds, there's no malicious intent behind it, but it, it's just information you ought not, you don't have permission to share is basically what it comes down to. And again, it's usually followed by bless their heart or bless their cotton sock, which is my new favorite. So I want to quote somebody else that's um, pretty amazing. And that's you, David, because you actually, just before we started recording, said it's about me controlling me. And I think that's where the intent comes from is we have to check our own selves. We have to check and see why we're telling something, why we're sharing something. Is it because we're melty and we're just running off at the mouth? Or is it something that we're sharing to, you know, take the focus off of us? And, and put it on somebody else. Don't, don't look at me, look at them, because if you look at me, I'm doing something wrong or I'm whatever. And I remember, Carrie, you brought up the schoolyard stuff. I remember as a teenager, someone said something about me that absolutely wasn't true, but it hurt my feelings so deeply. It caused me to be reserved about things because they passed judgment on something they didn't understand. And I look at that and I look around us, even as, you know, full grown adults, that still happens around us. People will do something and it will harm someone else. And we really do have to have control of ourselves when we're sharing things. I don't need to betray anyone to tell you a story. 
I don't need to betray anyone from my past, even telling your story. You don't need the name, the name of the person that hurt my feelings way back then. That that's not part of what I need to share, but I can share about how it made me feel. Sometimes in that judgy experience, I mean, I mean, I remember the being on the playground like it was yesterday because I probably behaved like that yesterday, but the, uh, we don't know what everybody else is going through to, to follow up on, on your example, Kim, the, you don't know why somebody's behaving a, a certain way or dresses a certain way or, you know, drives a certain vehicle or whatever it is that they are dealing with. I have issues. I have expectations. I have, you know, assumptions on the way things should be done, the way things should go. And I layer those assumptions on other people and then have to find out that, okay, that's me putting the veneer of my life on top of theirs and have to just dial it back a little bit and be like, "Mm, okay, that's them as we are want to say these days, you do you, which, which, which is a bad comment because you, what we forget is me do me and don't worry about you doing you. Well, David, you just reminded me of, of a couple of things. Firstly, do unto others is something that I've. That is probably... nothing I've ever tried to do. <laughs> I, I have lived by it for ah. probably probably most of my life because that's what that's how I was raised. That's how I was taught, and mm-hmm. you know, being drilled into the grey matter, it's like tattooed in there. <laughs> well, that that golden rule is definitely a key thing there. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you, and we don't realize how often you know we break that as just people. So do unto others, but also if all humans were exactly the same, I think the planet would be a little bit boring. I'm not, I'm not giving permission for, for this, but at the same time I'm recognising that as humans we need a little bit of variety, you know, in our humanness. This is true. This is true. And, and when you're different, that brings up, that brings up judgment. That brings up different expectations on our part. And nobody's going to live according to your expectations all the time. Your kids might while you're raising them for a brief moment until the sun sets and then they start all over again the next day. <laughs> they, they might live up to your expectations for a few minutes. But just it's herding cats when you're trying, if you're trying to get everybody around you to be like you, I'm going to go back to one of my favorite topics, which is social media. I mean, we fully expect everybody to behave a certain way and we globally bash people who don't because social media is global. You're it's out there. It is passing judgment. It is giving opinions and please don't go back and search any of my social media posts from the past, <laughs> but I've learned, I, and, and we talked about this on an early episode about a, a 
the friend who gave me a nice friendly behind the scenes, I'll kind of call it a slap on the wrist to, you know, calm the heck down in my judgy. I think when you're talking about judgment, it comes to this place of why are you being judgy even? Like I will bring a little bit of spice to that even is what, what makes us the authority on someone else's life? Like you never know what battle somebody's fighting behind the scenes. You never know what's going on in their life that created that. And I'll give you an example. I made some really dumb decisions right after my son passed away. And it's going to be 21 years soon. 21 years ago, he was a teenager and I made some really bad decisions. It wasn't based on being mean. It was based on, I didn't have all the information and I was in a bad space of understanding things. And I think sometimes when we look at other people and we gossip about them or we pass judgment on them, we have to like we have to look at what's going on in their lives. We have to look at what's going on in our life that makes us feel the need to talk about them. Because let me just tell you, if you want my list of dirty laundry, you want all the skeletons in my closet, ask me. I'll give you a lot more juicy stuff than what people say about me. <laughs> I think that that's one of the things is we spend an awful lot of time not checking ourselves. And I do think it goes back to you and your quote, David, of it is about controlling me. It's about controlling my intent. It's about recognizing my thoughts don't have to come out my mouth <laughs> when I am passing that judgment. Because if we pass judgment in our thoughts, we can stop it there and say, oh, wait a minute, we don't understand everything. Or, you know, we don't know everything. And I think Character assassination is a real thing when you're talking about this subject. We give too much information to assassinate someone else's character, or we can give too much information in fear or causing harm to our own self. We, we overshare because of lots of reasons. We don't believe in ourselves sometimes. And we'll overshare things to try to sabotage our own self. So I don't even think it's just about other people. I think it's about us too. And I love your quote. Like, I do think it's about controlling our own selves. When somebody points out something about me, for instance, the guy who told me my inflammatory thoughts on Facebook were just that inflammatory thoughts. And it would be easy for me to go, yeah, well, that's true. But have you seen Kim's posts? Cause Kim, her posts now, let, I mean, let's talk about Kim's posts. Cause what I'm not, you know what I'm not doing? I'm not controlling me. I'm just talking about her and how bad she is because I'm so much better than her. Again, more judgment. I do think that that's true, David, you're way better than me. So we'll just go there. <laughs> All right. Info at your permission to win.com. And have a great day. <laughs> oh, wait, we've got, oh, okay. We, we're not through yet. You're not done yet, David. You're not done yet. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> so another area in oversharing is something I was 
we're not are we not talking about oversharing? We're not talking about oversharing, are we? Yes, we, we are because over- we've we've aired dirty laundry. We've flipped the switch here. Okay. I did a little bit of research before we started this episode, which just let me say, not something I normally do. <laughs> but according to some sort of psychology today article somewhere, sometime, don't ask me for the reference. Uh, it will not be in the show notes. Psychology Today says oversharing is often an attempt to fast track a relationship. You're hoping to let people in and establish yourself as an open and honest person to create a bond. This is kind of a workplace scenario. So you're trying, and especially in today's society where, you know, everybody is woke and aware and uh, just ready to receive and accept and do all these things. So you tend to put more of yourself out there, too much of yourself out there. And they, you know, don't really care about your bunions, but again, that's, that's the reason, that's the reason why we've talked about personal finances. We talk about grudges with family members or people that we have or in our lives, or we don't have in our lives. I mean, how many, I've never personally had a conversation about the Kardashians, but just people do. Uh, yeah, let's bring up politics and religion. Let's start that conversation. Let's don't. Okay. <laughs> but you know, there's, there's any of these topics, you know, and of course then you want, you don't want to get HR involved because you've got these NSFW topics, these not safe for workplace topics that people want to bring up. and. It's just, you've got to read the room as it were, know who you're talking to and don't just, okay. I want to say this. Don't puke on them with your information because that's messy and that's yucky. So let's talk bunions for a minute, David. We are close enough that if I had bunions, I'd want you to care. I had them. Okay. I think that's levels of relationship, depending on what level of relationship you have, depends on what's allowable in the conversation. I also think if I'm in a room of people who are suffering from bunions and I figured out how not to have them, Mm. that's not an overshare to share that because there's a reason for it. There's something that will help them that is not oversharing. But if I'm in a room full of, let's say, teenage boys like I raised, and I'm telling them about my bunions, I'm pretty sure that's oversharing because they (laughs) do not want to hear that stuff. (laughs) So how's that for a great like little example? (laughs) I'm just going to interject here because David's drink nearly went straight across his office. Like that was classic. (laughs) Oh, I'm just imagining, you know, the boys coming in, the, you know, the the 12 year olds coming in from playtime. And they're sitting around having their, their glass of sunny D or whatever it is that they drink these days. And they're like, Hey guys, let me, can I tell you about my bunions? <laughs> it's just, yeah, let's please don't let's, let's don't go there. So we're going to back, going to go back to what I think you've identified as the favorite word that I use. And that's appropriate. Yes. <laughs> there is appropriate times to share, let's call it private information. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to share someone else's private information, you have to get 
permission because again, you may have a friend who has bunions. You may be at a bunion conference. You may need to be able to bring up the bunion topic of your friend appropriately. So it's about permission. It's about, and that's not an easy conversation. Hey, about those bunions. Can I tell like a thousand people about that at the bunion conference? And odds are they're going to be like, oh, please. Yes. Cause I want a solution. Well, we giggle about this, but if we would take this approach to all of our conversations and check our bunions <laughs> and check our information and check why we're telling things and check who we're telling it to, I think our world would be a different place. Honestly, it would, it absolutely would. And just so you know, I've, I'm doing everything right. Um, but you should hear about Carrie cause she's not. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in some final thoughts to the conversation. <laughs> okay. Before we wrap it up, because I know that I am unemployable, completely unemployable. <laughs> so I cannot guarantee that if I was in a workplace today, that I would not overshare and I would not air my dirty laundry because I haven't done it in a decade. So <laughs> I don't know what would happen. Should that happen? But I guarantee it's not going to happen because I'm not employable. But you have employed yourself and you are a very successful entrepreneur. So, And there's many a conversation in the mirror, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would make another great episode, David, just saying. (laughs) Carrie, have you heard about my bunions? (laughs) No, Carrie, tell me about your bunions. Permission to talk to myself. Yes. (laughs) Okay. And I apologize for my really lousy uh, Australian accent because that wasn't very good. And it probably wasn't even appropriate. So I'm sorry to offend another, yet another hemisphere. (laughs) Well, considering it sounded nothing like an Aussie accent, I think you you got away with it. There you go. (laughs) Permission to message us. Permission to email us. Yes. Sure. Yes. We have, we have given you permission to tell us about your bunions or not. Well, (laughs) we, that may not be appropriate, but, but a similar story to, to what it is. If if you've got some experience in the workplace or in the home place or in your place where you'd like to share with us appropriately, please about what you've got going on. We want to hear it. Info at yourpermissiontowin.com. And we sure would appreciate, like we say at the very end of every episode, your follow, your like, and your review. That is your opinion. And that is totally okay for you to share. We give you that permission to share that opinion. We want you to make us better. (laughs) That's right. That's what it's all about is because we need some help. And and I would really like to encourage everyone to email info at yourpermissiontowin.com because I feel like you guys need some good stuff coming through. I know you've already got things, but yes. Oh yeah, new topics. Please send us some some great topic ideas. Anything that you want to hear us destroy or uh, talk about, (laughs) uh, we'd, we'd be glad to take your topics and ideas. Thanks for spending time with David and Kim. Now it's your turn to explore permission in your world. 
If you have any thoughts, ideas, or questions about the show, please email info at yourpermissiontowin.com. And although they don't need permission to produce new episodes, they sure would appreciate it. Your permission, in the form of a five-star rating and review, will help keep the show going. Until next time, here's your permission to win. Mm-hmm.